This is a HeadGum Podcast. You ready for it? The music played, it faded out. My voice is on. You are here. Welcome back to the cast, everybody, with Ray and Jack Keys. How y'all doing? Ah, so good to see you. So glad you're back. I'm the Jack Keys side of the equation. And I'm the Ray side of the equation. What's up, Ray? Uh, What's up, Jackies? I'm I'm fantastic. You know, it's been a good week so far. Uh, you know why? I'm, why it's been a good week, Jackies? Cause what's I'm, happening? What you bragging about now? <laughs> I'm getting ass, baby. <laughs> I'm not. That is so mean. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm not though. I'm lying. I'm lying. You it's, are. Aren't you affianced? Aren't you in a whole engagement? Talk about you not getting ass. That's a choice, okay? I don't have one. I, yeah, it's a choice, but shit. It's a choice that I'm not enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a choice I'm not enjoying. If it's, if it's any consolation, Jackie's, mm-hmm. I am extremely horny and uh, <laughs> unfucked. Also, I'm sorry. And so, and so we are uh, symbiotic here. We are we simpatico. Are. You know, I love podcasting with someone who understands me. You get it? I get it. I <laughs> fucking get, get it. it. We would be, we would be, you know, rea- we would be the reality TV show uh, people, like the like a duo, the, a duo, like the 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 horny girl who just need wants some ass, and <laughs> then like the and then like the the guy. Who has somebody at home, but he ain't getting no ass. It's like the perfect real world MTV. That is every season of the challenge. That's every Every season of the challenge. Every season of the challenge. And it's amazing. Um, Jackies. Yes. The outside is going to open soon. Mm -hmm. How good a wingman are you? Because Mm -hmm. I might might hit you up. I I mean, hit me up. up. Hit me up. I'll get you winging. I know reality TV, you know niggas. And so I (laughs) would love if you... Wait, do you have black men friend who... I should put this caveat in here. Do you have black men friend in L.A. who actually like black women? I do. I do. I got got a few. I got a few. I feel bad. Do they like them? Do they like them long and skinny with high tight bubble butts? Let me tell you, right. (laughs) Who wouldn't mind showering with their mama? All right, now you now you going a step too far. I'm going a step too far. Okay. I know one. I know one. You know what? <laughs> I know one nigga. Uh, but we're not here to wild. talk about. We're, we're not here to talk about that. I'm gonna fuck because I am gonna fuck one of your friends. That's you should. You, I, you should. You should. And you know what? I will root for it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it happen for you. Okay. Look, I like him. If he he just got to be taller than five ten, make okay. more money than me, yeah. and got got to have brush holders, and then we good. Got to have brush holders. What's that? Broad shoulders. Oh, broad. broad shoulders. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said he had to have brush holders. I'm like, wait a minute, damn. <laughs> no, 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 His no. brushes got to be in a container just for you to fuck with. <laughs> I do not want to date a makeup artist. No. <laughs> Well, there's a perfect segue, because speaking of makeup artists... Yeah, and, men and, in makeup. Yeah, people who have probably a lot of brush holders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode, let's just jump right in. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a legendary, legendary reality TV show series. Mm-hmm. We are going to attempt today, after two attempt. episodes, after two episodes of not putting anybody on the cast, we're going to attempt today to put somebody on a cast mm-hmm. from Drag Race. Uh, that is what we're talking about today. Yes. The greatest, in my opinion... The greatest reality competition show of all time. Of all time? I know know that that's bold. I know that that's bold because we've got Survivor. We've got Big Brother. Mm. We've got American Idol. We've Mm. got The Voice. We've got all of these competition reality shows. Top Chef, you know. Mm -hmm. But RuPaul's Drag Race is so amazing. And in my opinion, the greatest of all time because of two things. One, I'm... I'll know the outcome of an episode and I'm wrapped for all 55 minutes Mm -hmm. or whatever. However, before commercials, 40 minutes, um, 60 minutes, who knows? The episodes are much longer now. But I, I, I don't mind spoilers generally. I'm just one of these people. But even if I know who's going to win or get eliminated from a show, in a certain episode, if I've been spoiled by Twitter or something, I'll go watch the show. I don't mind spoilers, but I'll be like, oh, okay, I can see how this is coming, blah, blah, blah. On Drag Race, if I'm spoiled, I'm still on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. Ever, like, for the whole episode. And then, additionally, it follows a very, you know, tried and true uh, reality TV format, right? It's top model, basically, for Drag Race, yeah. uh, for Drag Queens. But the impact... Um, of the show, like, societally is so great, honestly. Um, Just getting to see, like, an aspect of culture that I would never have access to otherwise, you know? And which isn't like, oh, I couldn't find drag queens. I'm a native New Yorker and I'm liberal. I could find some. But there's something about making drag race and drag queens part of popular culture in a way that they hadn't been before seeing marginalized people and people specifically marginalized in a certain way mm-hmm. be mainstream. Drag queens are mainstream, my nigga. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. And so it's I one love of, this show. It's one of the reasons that I respect the show so much and love it. Uh, I mean, because it bears the name of uh, the most popular queen of all time, who mm-hmm. are, you know, RuPaul. And, and it's so funny because, like, We've known about RuPaul forever for a long ass time since I was a kid. I remember seeing her on fucking like what Martin what TV. Sh- she was on no, Martin. Not, I don't even remember that. I'm yeah. talking about daytime television, like Rosie O'Donnell or some shit. Yeah, like, you know, like like RuPaul she was, was in around in the, in the 90s. early nineties. She she has been RuPaul has been a fixture. She's first of all, she's done so much for so the much. community. That to think that this show is popular now is kind of wild to think about because RuPaul has been popular for three, four decades. No, <laughs> I'm know? thinking four, not well, even three. Yeah. Cause yeah, because you and I are what, 30s? Yeah. And RuPaul been around since, since the late 80s. 60s. Late 60s, bro. The on late the scene. 60s. He like on the new RuPaul ain't that old. Socialite. Yes, RuPaul's that old. RuPaul like how old is RuPaul? Probably in his 60s. For real? Yeah. 
Yeah. And he was like a socialite on the New York party scene when he was like 19 or something stupid. But he was like famous for a very long time. Okay. He's been famous well, forever. RuPaul He's is 60. 60. Uh, he was born in 1960, so he definitely wasn't <laughs> popping. I mean, unless he was a 10 year old drag no, queen. No, sorry, I meant late uh, 70s. But I late apologize. 70s, okay. <laughs> I know math. No, I don't. No, I don't. There was a 200 point discrepancy between my math half and my verbal half of the SATs the first time I took them. Damn. So. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even mad at you because I don't even remember so, my scores. Excuse me. I meant the late 70s. Okay. So, yeah, we got late 70s, 80s, 90s. Uh, the aughts, the tens, five decades. That's five decades then. Mm-hmm. RuPaul been around. RuPaul mm-hmm. has been around. Uh, and this show is is so. I mean, the drag uh race community or the drag race in itself and the drag queen community in my world in the comedy world has blown up in the past five blown years. The fuck <laughs> up. Like, yeah. Uh, and 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 you know, I'm a theater kid, so like, I'm very used to. Uh, dress up and 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 the lavish and like going all out and just like performance and like everything that makes drag races fun, right? Mm-hmm. I'm very used to. I love that world. I love the world. And this reality show, bearing the name of RuPaul, in a competition, is just prime for some of the best. Mess that you could possibly get on television. Mess. It is so messy. Will you put? Will you put the dramatics of theater, the dramatics Mm. of the drag queen community, the dramatics of like uh, of competition, the dramatics of dress up? You put all that together. All that. Also, on top of that, all of that that you just talked about. Plus the flair of drag queens wanting to make a moment. Like outside yeah. of, it's like, okay, um, I know the camera is here, 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 here. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. They're going to make a gif every fucking episode. Yeah. It is so, they're so memeable. It's genius. It's, it's really genius. It's really unique because, it's really unique because, it is people on re- everybody on reality show is aware that they're on reality show, yeah. but the concept of most reality TV um, and most competition shows aren't. They try to stay away from this is reality TV where Drag Race kind of does both in, in such a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. But in most reality TV show uh, castmates try to pretend like. I'm yeah. still living We're real life. We're not breaking the, the fourth The cameras, wall. yeah, the yeah. cameras are just here. Whereas on Drag Race, they know, like you said, they know what yeah. they they are playing. They're like, yeah, we reality stars, yes. but we also I mean, queens, and we also exactly. know what the fuck we doing. And and um, if you ever do a binge watch, like I did when I first moved to LA, that was what I binged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I moved to LA and watched ten seasons of <laughs> Drag Race. I love it. <laughs> anyway, but. What I will say is, like, uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. I need to stop doing that. Um, (laughs) Well, here's what I'll say. And the reason why that is so amazing is because it kind of plays against the clip we got for y'all today. Because this feels like, yeah, the cameras are there, but this feels like just a straight-up argument like you would get in, like, just classic reality TV Mm -hmm. show with all the flair of drag queens and drag racing competition because today's clip Mm -hmm. is not specifically 
from RuPaul's Drag Race. Not specifically from RuPaul's Drag Race, but it is from the after show that comes on after the show. And this one is RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked Season 2, Episode 2. It is the fight between Shangela and Mimi, I'm first. And it is a fucking fight. I got thoughts, Raid. Let's play the mm-hmm. clip. Let's do it. Last time on the runway, they asked her, are you going to be always camp? You told them you could do glamour and you were high fashion. So do you feel that you deliver that today? That's the question. Yours was thrown together. Those eyes just glued onto that costume. The fishnets were ripped. Done. But listen. Oh, I, wait, oh, hold, hold, anyone hold, else hold, saw hold, the fish? Hold. Wait, you're going to let me speak? No. Out of the runway, who had the most creative idea on the entire mic? Because there were there were 5,000 Judy Jetson hookers out there. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, hold on. So I look like a Judy Jetson hooker. It was a lot of the same. It was a lot of the same. And you're different? It was a thousand times more creative than anybody's here. A thousand times. I will never look like that. True. You'll never be glamour. Boo, just because you got a sugar daddy who pays for everything for you. Oh. Where did this bitch hear that I had a sugar daddy? Time out. Hold up. Hold up, sweetheart. Let's get it together before you want to read. I'm not even in a relationship let alone have some old man shacked up with that's buying me all my drag and costumes. I don't have a sugar daddy, sweetheart. Everything that I've had, I've worked for, and I worked for to get, and I've built myself. So I need you to know that 100%. I don't have a sugar daddy. I've never had a sugar daddy. If I wanted a sugar daddy, yes, I probably could go out and get one because I am what? Sickening. You could never have a sugar daddy because you are not that kind of girl. Baby, everything I've had, I've worked for, and I've gotten myself. I built myself from the ground up. You How insane is that? It is, if you go into this clip with fresh eyes, it is absolutely fucking absurd. <laughs> it is absurd. There's, there's literally a dude with eyes, with teeth painted around his eyes calling Shangela a sugar baby. <laughs> yeah. It is. What is this? Who would have put that all together? Who would have put Je- Judy Jessen Hooker in the same fucking room as a person who painted teeth around their eyes yeah. and told them argue about being a prostitute? This is amazing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wild sketch because, like you said, if you come in this without the context, right, uh, you're just basically watching the most passive-aggressive argument. Mm-hmm. That I've seen in a minute that turns into an aggressive. That's just aggressive, aggressive. An aggressive, aggressive fucking argument. (laughs) So here um, in this clip, obviously, we're watching Shangela and Mimi on first argue on Untucked after they both did very poorly in the futuristic challenge. (laughs) And so here we have like two fully made up queens looking terrible i might add they <laughs> they were both in the bottom because they sucked and the most amazing argument pops off like for context like this this show this happened in 2011 can you imagine that it's 2011 and a drag queen is yelling at another drag queen on tv that she ain't got a sugar daddy that is such transgressive television. I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> it is. Uh, I mean, I knew it was 2011. This whole argument 
if you don't know the context is it's just it's just like you know when you're in high school and you just are listening to two people argue and you ain't on neither one of their side like that's what this argument is <laughs> like both y'all in the wrong <laughs> like, this is Shangela's first season and Shangela's actually like gone on to be probably the most one of the most famous queens from RuPaul's Drag yeah. isn't RuPaul because Shangela has been in so many things. She was actually in that movie with Gaga and um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, don't ask us the name of it though, because I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what is it called? I I honestly don't know. Oh, Star is Born. A Star okay. is Born. Woo! A Star is Born. Yeah, you you see, white people movies just go in and out of my head, and <laughs> um. But I also never saw it. But uh, yeah, so Shangela was in that. And then my favorite thing that Shangela has done off of RuPaul's Drag Race is this amazing show on HBO called We're Here. And it's Shangela and Eureka from, I think, season 11 and Bob from season nine. And they're doing... Um, they're going to small towns in, like, the Bible Belt, basically. And they make over a person who's having like a struggle of some sort, either like a straight guy who wants to understand queer people or like a, a, a person who hasn't come out or someone who just wants to express themselves. And then, um, does a makeover, makes them a drag queen and coaches them on a drag performance. And it's incredible. Shangela is a monster, but in this clip, She's the bad kind of monster because Shangela was so unlikable on that season. Everyone fucking hated her. I mean, even when she re returns to season three, people are mad she's there. Yeah, she was unlikable in this clip, too. I mean, like, first of all, I will say that I, I, I watched this episode. I watched, you know, but I don't know the full moments and everything like that from previous episodes. And there wasn't many because this was like the second or third episode of the season. So... Let me break this. Let me break this specific fight and clip down for you, and and the way that I saw it as I was watching it. Okay, I would love your fresh eyes on it. First, like, <laughs> first of all, Shangela asks a question, mm -hmm. and Mimi answers it, mm -hmm. and the instigator of this fight which is mariah is like oh wait a minute no answer the question on tiptoe what the fuck you talking about tiptoe she asked a yes or no question and the first word out of her mouth was no <laughs> she answered the question she answered the question what i love so much about untucked and drag race is that like you don't have to tell these queens to bring it yeah. They will identify a moment and be like, yeah. wow, this is a lull. We need to be packed with action from, mm -hmm. from start to finish. And so a queen like Mariah will see a fight brewing between Mimi I'm first and, and um, conduct, I guess, facilitate the argument. Yeah, she facilitated the hell out of this argument. It's like, whoop! Shangela's about to cuss Mimi out. Let me help. <laughs> Let me help. Let me help. Yeah. You're instigating ass. So there's that. Well, so they're shitting on each other's clothes the way the queens right. always do. They're, like, what I love about Drag Race, it's the last reality show where 
as cunty as this is about to sound, you can just drag someone's appearance and no one will be mad at you for it because it's mm-hmm. like part of the show. So it's like, you just sitting in a room backstage, you just got dragged for filth by the judges because you look trash. So because I'm feeling bad about myself, I'm gonna go backstage and tell Mimi she's ugly up and fucking down. And only yeah. on Drag Race could you get away with it. You're not allowed to. I mean, she call got people's away with- clothes ugly. You ain't allowed to tell people they look busted. Yeah. <laughs> not no more. She got she got away with a lot in this clip because oh, after, hell yeah. after she was telling her, you know, yeah, yeah, your shit wasn't glam. It was it was actually camp. And then the argument goes, and then, like, where the fight really starts, in my opinion, is on the sly, Shangela gonna throw a fucking lemon at Mimi on first. How the fuck you throw a lemon at somebody? Don't throw fruit at me. That's you on sight. And Mimi didn't react. Didn't react. That That's the thing. Mimi throughout this entire clip it's was, such... was very reserved. Yeah. We're very reserved, like, still... I'm fucking, I'm still fucking with you. If if I didn't like Shangela, I would low-key call it bullying. But I like, oh, I'm not going to. It was bullying. See, this is what we was talking about on the last episode about Big Ed. How, you know, when you like somebody, you you color there. Or if you don't like them, you don't, you don't, you don't rock with them in situations where you should. Uh, <laughs> For me, like, if an argument... Is a back and forth. I'm good with it. But if you keep going at somebody who's not matching your energy and you see that and you see it as an opportunity to dominate. Yeah, I'm going to think that's bullying. And like Mimi Mimi was trying to fight, but Shangela threw a a fruit at her and she didn't respond. And I think Shangela knew from the moment that Mimi didn't get up and knock her ass the fuck out for throwing something at her because she had it. Yeah. Well, see, you know, Shangela is is imploring uh, a tactic that one of the best roasters at Bret Hart Elementary in 1998 taught me. That's the school I went to. Shout out Bret Hart. Went to. It wasn't. No, you did not go to a wrestling school. His name is. It wasn't. Bret Hart was an explorer. Okay. okay. Because I was really like, this nigga is about to lie to me. No, I, I really did go to Bret Hart Elementary, but it wasn't named after Bret Hart, the WWF wrestler. I went to Bret Hart Elementary, and the best roaster, I forgot what the fuck his name was, Ian, I think it was, 1998, he said, Jackie, you want to learn how to win roast battles? Is never let the other person talk. Never let the other person talk. Never let, when they start roasting, just come on top of them with the roast. And if they get another roast in, be right ready for it. Don't go in a back and forth and let them build up. Just keep them off balance. That's the tactic that Shangela was fucking using in this. Like, overwhelm. Yeah. Overwhelm your victim. Overwhelm your system. There's a moment where Mimi was like, can I speak? And Shangela just straight up said, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's why you got to like Shangela because Shangela is so good off the cuff. And the reason that it doesn't bother me as much as I would otherwise be bothered by this is because Shangela is herself an underdog. She was the youngest on the cast by far. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she had the least drag experience on that cast. And so 
the Armenians were mad that this good-looking, athletic young guy just gets to be charming and do drag for five minutes and is now on the same show that they are. And so yeah. Shangela, for me, has like the scrappy underdog. Like she really feels like scrappy do to me in this clip. Oh, let not scrappy do. Let me at her. Why don't you? You know? And Damn. Like, not scrappy do. Even though Shangela is the dominant person in this argument, Mimi, I'm first, is a fucking cunt, first of all, and sec- in general, just not in this clip. But, uh, and second, like, I just, I feel for Shangela in a, like, scrappy underdog kind of way, where it's just like, all these hoes is coming from me. I'm in over my head. I don't know what's going on. And I'm under 25, so I'm freaking out at the harsh criticism on national television. <laughs> Yeah, well, she must didn't know what the fuck was going on because the first insult that Mimi threw her way, I was like, that's an insult? Like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. She was like, there's a whole bunch of Judy Jetson hookers. And Mimi was like, and Shangela was like, oh, I'm a Judy Jetson hooker, that's what you're saying? And I'm thinking the whole time, you don't even know what the fuck that shit mean. What you mad about? What the fuck does that mean? That's like you telling that's like you telling me, oh, you a knee knocking ass motherfucker. What the fuck you talking about? You a knee knocking. I don't know what that means. I don't know if I should be insulted by that or not. <laughs> like, what is a Judy Jetson hooker? Here's a rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody calls you a hooker in an argument, you should be offended. I I guess, yeah, you know, I okay. <laughs> You're right. Even if if you don't watch the Jetsons, you know hooker is an insult. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, hooker is an insult. But Judy Jetson hooker just throws me off. Judy Jetson. She doesn't look like Judy Jetson in an outfit. I guess so. With the little... uh, She looks futuristic. She looks futuristic. With the the skirt. The short skirt and the ponytail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shangela was, in my opinion, probably going for Judy Jetson. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's why she was just like, oh, I'm a Judy Jetson hooker now. And like that set her off. And this whole argument is just, first of all, Shangela is passive aggressive as fuck throughout this whole argument. And and then it turns into aggressive. But the part I love the most, where I was just like, you know, if I'm Mimi in this instance, after you throw a lemon at me, after and then and then I come back and then I come back and I actually give you a compliment. I say, listen, Shangela, I can't you beautiful. You look like you just came off a real day of drive. I can't do what you do. I can't walk the walk like you are. You can walk, fall out of bed and hit the runway and be beautiful. I'll never be you like and and, and, and just a, a compliment just saying you're a beautiful woman. I have to work at it like you don't. And Shangela's saying, I know. <laughs> I know. True. True. On site. On site. You on site. You don't throw a fi- you don't throw a piece of fruit at me and then I take my compliment. But you on site. <laughs> you on site. I threw a fruit at you. Didn't take your compliment, proceeded to call you ugly and yeah. say you can't get a baby a sugar daddy. You, you have to beat Shangela's ass. Yeah, you, and, she getting beat up. And you have to beat her ass twice because it aired on national television. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to fuck me on national television like that. And not like that. We ain't moving furniture. Come on. We got to fight. Like I can't even fight. 
but we gonna we gonna have to throw something. Been in a fight with anyone outside of my family, like right. you know, after siblings, you know, you have your stupid right. pinching each other fights. I've right. literally never been in a fight outside of pinching my sister, and. I swear to God, if Shangela called me ugly on TV like that, it would be my first fight. And it would be That's, a serious yeah. one. Especially after she threw fruit at you. Threw a fucking lemon at me? And yeah. then you gonna call me ugly? Fruit you can't even eat. You can't even eat a lemon without, like, you know, it's garnish. You threw a garnish fruit at me. Yeah. You, threw, you threw waste at me. You threw yeah. fruit waste at me. Bitch, you gotta die. You gotta Are you go. fucking crazy? You gotta go. You gotta but, go. You can do a bunch of shit to me. Don't throw a piece of fruit at me. Don't throw and then don't even and then didn't even throw it hard. She threw it softly. <laughs> yeah. But that's hilarious to me. It's, just like, it's very shut, funny. Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. That's what that lemon toss meant. Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. But what is like for me, what's so iconic about the clip is Shangela is one hundred percent in the wrong. Mm. But she has a glorious monologue that made me forget that she was 100% in the wrong. Mimi says to her, I can't ever look as glamorous as you because I'm not an escort, <laughs> is essentially what she's saying. And Shangela takes great offense to that. Really great offense to that. She says, I don't have a sugar daddy. I've never had a sugar daddy. If I wanted a sugar daddy, yes, I probably could go out and get one because I'm what? Sickening. How fucking dope is that? I never said sickening until Shangela said that she should get she could get a baby dad, a uh, sugar daddy, because she's sickening. That's amazing. It. It's That's the beautiful. first time I've like, yes. I could be a whore, <laughs> but I'm too dope <laughs> to even do it. I love it. I love it. Not shaming sex workers. Just like you're not going to make her feel smaller like what she has. She didn't earn. And I loved that. Just kind of underdog scrappy. Like everything I got is mine because I, mm -hmm. I got it out the mud. Don't play with me, Mimi. I'm first calling me a gigolo. Get the fuck out of here. You want to. But here's here is what I here's what I absolutely love about this moment leading up to that monologue and then right after. And you will find out about that when we come back from break. We'll be right back. Yes. Welcome back everybody. <laughs> Back. That caught me so off guard. I'm sorry, Jackie. <laughs> you okay? You all right? I didn't uh, mean to laugh over your intro. <laughs> no, you good? That caught me so. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, no, sorry. Let's good. go again. I apologize. RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked, the after show, the Shangela and Mimi. I'm first argument. Here's the thing with Shangela. You spend this entire argument calling somebody ugly, roasting them. You threw a lemon at them. You wouldn't let them talk. And and then she says, like, she rebuts. She doesn't take it and just says words. She just says words like, I don't have a sugar daddy like you do. Yeah, you can get offended by that, but it ain't that bad. And after all the shit you done done to her, this entire two, three-minute argument... That's what makes you stand up. 
get get fucking riled up. You 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 becoming an order. You becoming like a Martin Luther King orator. And then you gonna throw water at her afterwards? You got that mad because she stood up for herself one time after you spent three minutes bullying this woman? Come on, Shangela. Come on. I don't think I've uh, expressed to you um, just how big a cunt Mimi I'm first. Okay, <laughs> so- <laughs> please express. Express more to me because I'm on Mimi's side right now. I'm on her side right now. Yeah. I can see how you would arrive there if you had just seen that clip. But Mimi I'm First is an oh, like an over-eager, rude, aggressive kind of queen. I mean, like, during the lip-sync battle with her and India Farah, Mimi I'm First literally picks up the queen that they're lip-syncing, heard, she's yeah. lip-syncing against. I read about that. And uh, and that was what the what what led to the iconic phrase of RuPaul's, which is "drag is not a contact sport." As she was sending Mimi, I'm home, Mimi for it, home for it. But like, yeah, Mimi's a dickhead. She she had alienated okay. everyone in the workroom by that point, and she's just not, in my opinion, a particularly good queen. She wasn't interesting. She wasn't funny, in my opinion. Just went, oh. And like, I'm sorry, it's just the way of the world. If you're good at what you do, you get to be a dickhead to people who aren't. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's why I'm a dickhead to everybody in a podcast world. I'm Only on TV, though. You're not allowed to be a dickhead to people you're, you're, you're stronger than in real life, just on a reality Damn. TV show. Well, I I guess I won't beat up those fourteen year olds. Yeah, like if you if, if you want to flex on teenagers, you got to go on Drag Race to do it. <laughs> is what I will say this though. Mimi was like everybody was like that wasn't glam. That was camp. That was blah blah blah. And Mimi was like Mimi I was camp. She literally yeah. had an open mouth painted around her eyes. Well, she she was like I was going for Lee Bowery. Now, I ain't know who the fuck Lee Bowery was. I spelled it wrong when I tried to look this person up. Yeah, I spelled the L-E. How else would I spell Lee? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I mean, that's the first way I'm going to try it. And it didn't come up, and then it came up with, you know, L-E-I-G-H. Because mm-hmm, he's so fancy looking, in Australia. Yeah, and I'm looking, I'm looking at the pictures, and I'm like, yeah, I can see how that's Lee Bowery inspired. What y'all talking about? Why, why y'all fronting on this girl? Why y'all fronting on Mimi? Lee Bowery glam. No, Lee Bowery not glam. That's all. all right. That's it. All right. That's glam. all. That's all Shangela was trying to say. Shangela was just trying to explain why she shouldn't go home. She went home anyway. But she was just trying to make the case for why she should be there. Listen, yeah. I love a scrappy young person. I love a scrappy young underdog on a show like this. And I love a scrappy underdog on a show like this who talks shit. Mm-hmm. but actually does and executes the shit they talk. Shangela didn't win. She got robbed of her All-Star Season 3 win, by the way. Season 3. 3, she, yeah. She got robbed because mm. of some stupid judging rules that RuPaul implemented at the last minute and some bitter eliminated queens didn't want to give Shangela her fucking flowers. So Shangela hasn't won, but she's appeared three times on the show. And she's by far the most popular, one of the most popular queens on the she show ever. Is. And she's making big moves. And you rarely see that. There's always a plucky, young, 
person on one of these reality shows, there's always like an ambitious person, probably too big for their britches, probably too ambitious. And they never, ever reach the apex that they be rudely telling you they're going to reach. Oh, mm-hmm. and when I'm rich and you nothing, I'm a piss on you. You know, shit like that. Damn. We peeing on people now? Shangela is like the... Shangela's like the only person that has promised to piss on you and actually pissed on you eight years later. Eight years later? Damn, she made you wait for that pee. No, no, no. I mean, she she was... She, she was she was tricking. She was tinkling. She was tinkling. The whole time. <laughs> but you got like that steady stream. That stream you hear from the other room because mm-hmm. your man's been holding it all late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to ask Jake in the mirror if y'all got... If y'all ever had metaphors like this on head come before. <laughs> Y'all had this Jake in the mirror. Jake in the mirror. Y'all, y'all, y'all. These are the these are the these are the metaphors that the that the Negroes bring to head gum. I'm, I don't know why I said that, but it's true. <laughs> you hear that, head gum fans? We bring in the trickling, the pee, the pee metaphors to you. Shangela is Shangela and Mimi are two completely different fucking people. Yes, absolutely. They would never interact in real life. I'm- yeah, two completely different people. And, and and their levels are two completely different levels in this fight. For instance, Shangela throws the water, standing up over Mimi, mad. Mimi's, I didn't like that either. Mimi doesn't even get up, stays in her seat, throws her water, crosses her legs back, and like, I'm still in my seat, girl. <laughs> uh, and I fucking, I was with it. I was with it. I was like. Like, what, we, I'm a fist fight you while we all in dresses? backstage at RuPaul's Drag Race like like, Mimi in this scenario had the right fucking reaction like some little kid just threw a lemon at me and she's telling me I'm too ugly to get a sugar daddy like what we gonna fist fight now no (laughs) yeah but I will say this was a great argument this is a great these I I enjoy competition drama you know I do me and you we 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 started this journey talking about the challenge. I love competition drama. But there are certain competition drama when it's messy that doesn't feel right, right? And this ain't one of them. This is messy and it feels right. Like, it feels exactly the type of mess that we should be getting for the type of competition that competitions that we're having. And it would be boring otherwise. I want these people to fight. I wanted to see some fists thrown. I wanted to see some wigs pulled. I wanted to see some shit, all right? Especially after you, you, Shangela basically threw lemonade at Mimi. She threw a lemon at the beginning and water at the end. She threw lemonade at her. Like, and like, I want to see the fight. Y'all say on this bitch, throw yeah. lemonade on her. I want to see the fight. I want to see. I want to see them throw hands, and we didn't get that, unfortunately. Did, no, but did you, you get you, you get you get throw you get the hands thrown. You don't want like that cerebrally. Fight. You get the hands thrown cerebrally here, and that's what I appreciate. See, the no, thing is, I don't want that I, fight because Mimi would have probably gave it to Chantilly. No, actually, wow, are we gonna fight about this? I don't oh, know. Mimi got a hundred pounds on Shangela. Shangela would have beat the brakes off of that. Girl. Mimi got a hundred pounds no, on Shangela. Right? Shangela would have beat the brakes off. Because right. all you, because if Shangela all, a boxer, sure, but if if no, she let no, Mimi no, get no, a punch no, no, in, listen, it's listen, over. Listen, listen. Yes, the problem is, do you think Mimi could get a punch in on Shangela? I don't know. You saw her overwhelm her verbally. You think Shangela? 
I think Shangela come in there and throwing wild fists, and some of them may connect, but they ain't gonna they ain't gonna affect Mimi like one punch from Mimi gonna affect Shangela. See, have you ever seen a hood rat fight? Have you? Oh, the shit, yeah. I've seen birds fight. Okay. Yeah, I have. Even though their technique is whack, right? Because this is yeah. inefficient. This whole like just throwing hands in the air is inefficient. Yeah. yeah. Right. You you expend all this energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it still works. They still get their ass beat. And I feel like Shangela would have just pounced and that would have been the end of BB. All right. You, you, we, we assume you, you hoping for a lot in this moment. If you go. Person bold enough to throw a lebon at somebody 100 pounds heavier than them has been in fights and won them. Or they stupid. <laughs> I do, I'm not saying that fighting is smart. <laughs> I just told you I've never been in a fight outside of my sister. Come yeah. on. Yeah. See, here's what it is. I if I if I'm gonna throw a lemon at somebody that's a hundred pounds bigger than me, before I throw that lemon, I'm calculating the situation. I'm like, all right, it's one, two, three, four, five people here. You know, plus production, them, plus production and, security. and security. She got a lot of people to go through before she get to me. I, okay, I feel comfortable. Let me throw this link. Okay. But- <laughs> this bitch ain't going to be my ass. And if she tried, production won't let her. I'm going to yeah. toss this lemon. Yeah. A king. Yeah. A king. Shangela right. is a monster. I fucking love it. Also, Shangela is the first time I've seen someone... Skip to the front of the line on something, and I wasn't mad about it. I think. Mm. Oh, you mean because she she was relatively new in the game and things like that. Shangela is in L.A., or at least her story on the show was that she was this like biracial gay kid in um, Texas and mm-hmm. found wanted to be a famous actor. Found his way to. Uh, LA was like mm-hmm. working at a marketing company or something like that and then quit it and then started pursuing drag and literally like within the first year of her doing drag Shangela got approached by the production team on uh, Drag Race and like normally that would annoy me you know like yeah. especially somebody like I've been doing stand up for 12 years and I wouldn't openly say it i'm not a vocal hater i'm a secret hater and Mm -hmm. so i if Mm -hmm. somebody had like showed up on last comic standing and was like i just picked this up a week ago i would be furious but shangela picked it up a week ago i wasn't mad at it well beauty jets and hooker is pretty good for less than a year (laughs) i mean i guess so yeah if you if if you've been in it for less than a year and you already maybe two years less than two years you've been in it for just two years and you already being compared to the jetsons you know that's reserved for the greats only that's reserved for the greats only what a clip what a show drag race a lot of great moments like you said it's one of the best competition shows out there um only second, in my opinion, to the challenge, but they're two completely different shows where I don't even think they're in the same lane as far as a competition show goes. Because this is more in the lane of like the like top said, models. The, yeah. Yeah. And those shows can have a little bit of boring. Project runway kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And those shows can be a little boring. There is no boring. In Excuse this. me. Time out. I'm sorry. Nah. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Right. See, that was me trying to throw the lemon, oh, but it wasn't no. enough. Oh, no. You threw a fucking lemon. 
fucking lemon and I'm throwing it back, my nigga. I'm not Mimi. What? You said you said that Top Model and Project Runaway are boring? I said competition shows can be kind of boring. Yeah, because I want you to be clear on this one. Yeah, you know, here's... Repeat yourself very clearly for me and the audience. I, you know, I just want them to be... No, I said uh, I said American Next Top Model and Project Runway are the two of the greatest shows of all time. You know what I'm saying? You know it's so I, I'm funny. Saying, I'm saying the Lord gave those shows to us hand-wrapped on you Easter Sunday. See, this is so great. It's so interesting yeah. because I thought I heard you say the exact opposite of nah, that. But look nah. at you arguing that these shows are the greatest and that they are anointed. And you are yeah. a king. God bless you, Jackie. Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, like Shangela was saying. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, you know what? I think it's time to see if we're going to put somebody on the cast. You think we should do this? Is there any suspense? Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's try it. We'll do it on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Yes. It's time, everybody. What you've been waiting for. We've gone two episodes without putting somebody on the cast. I feel very confident here that somebody's going to make the cast from this episode. Any Is there any suspense here? I mean, I've um, literally been yelling about how great Shangela is for 25 minutes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, is, there is some suspense because I have, a, I have a surprise for you. Okay. You about to try and put Mimi in this. I'm not. No, I'm actually not. I'm actually Mariah. not. Mariah. I'm going. I'm going. Oh! <laughs> Let me say this. Let me say this. An instigator. Shangela, Shangela's spot is reserved. She she's here. She's on it. The offer's going out. Okay, okay, okay. That's that's obvious. Yeah, that's obvious. Not because only she, is she perfect in this clip for TV. I mean, yeah. she's literally made her career happen. She manages to be incredibly likable while being a total cunt. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. You need like an anti-type hero, right? Because like she's like the anti-hero type villain where she's going to do some shit that is like, yeah, that's what bad people do, like throw lemons at people. But then also you still root for them for a reason. You still like them. But also what I like about Shangela and also New York, although they are very different types of people, mm-hmm. what I like about them is that, like New York, Shangela turned being a villain into an opportunity to be a hero. Yeah. And in subsequent seasons, is quite popular and very likable. Well, I love it. Well, the offer's going out for her. I'm going to I'm gonna push for Mariah, and here's why. Oh, boy. Here we go. To also be a part of it. Okay. I appreciate a sly instigator. Yes, it's very Somebody, elegant. Very it's classy. a very, very elegant, like, you need people like that on a reality show. You need people like that a part of the cast because there are instigators. Yes. And, and like Johnny Bananas, for instance, is on our cast. He's an instigator. He's a, but he's a very, he's an in-your-face vocal, I'm doing this instigator, right? But the instigators who are almost like, you know, like there's puppet masters. Where the people you can see them, you know, see the hands are moving, you can see the strings. The marionettes and all that. Yes. And then there's puppet masters where their hands are inside Kermit's ass and you can't see them. You know what I'm saying? See anything. You can't see any of that. Mm-hmm. And and they're equal, but they both move the puppets just as well as the next. And I think up to now, maybe we'll replace her. Up to now, we don't have anybody like that. 
And I would fight to say Mariah could possibly, possibly fill that hole. Possibly. What say you? So I think you make an interesting case Mm -hmm. for why somebody who plays the role that Mariah plays in this scene Mm -hmm. is important to a cast. Mm -hmm. I like Mariah. She flopped on All Stars last season. Sucked. But not she sucked. It sucked that she didn't do as well as I anticipated. But the early season queens never fare well on All Stars. It sucks. The show has evolved beyond them. And beyond RuPaul, by the way. RuPaul could never win her own show now. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I, I so agree let's with keep that. her around. Let's keep her around, right? And we, yes. can, we can chemistry test Mariah with a bunch okay. of other people. Yeah, because like I said, she may be replaceable. I, I have a feeling she might be replaced. because Mariah's not replaceable on her season, but Mariah is replaceable in the grand scheme of reality TV. I think yes. I think we can do better than Mariah for Elegant Instigator. The reason I want to put Mariah on the cast is because I need to remember that her type is is there. Okay, okay. I so need she's to a remember placeholder. She, so she she may be a place, maybe she'll make it all the way to the end and she'll be, end up, she'll end up on the greatest cast of all time. Maybe. I doubt it. But as of right now, the way she instigated this fight was beautiful. Genius. Genius. Was beautiful. Seamlessly. Yes. You, I don't think to this day that either of them realized that Shangela, uh, that Mariah set them up for glory. Yeah, they don't. They know. Yeah. I don't think anyone realized. I saw it though. I saw it, and I loved it. I loved it. So, all right. Shangela, she's on the cast. Offers out. Offers out. Mariah. Mariah. Let's say she's testing. The offers, you know, when you test, I've tested a couple times for shows. When you test, you know, you have to sign the contracts and everything. You got to do all that before you walk into the room to test. You know, everything got to be signed. But, you know, we still got to, we got, we got to take it to the network, we met, yeah, the network still got a sign off, and we'll see if the network a sign off. All right, well, that's what we're saying. So that's we gotta, saying. we gotta, we gotta let Headgum decide if Mariah. We gotta is let Headgum decide if Mariah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Don't come at us. Come at Headgum, y'all. Don't come at us if she don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? They'll be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I love it. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's the thing? Here's the thing. I'm very apt at uh, blaming things on my network. I made a career out of it at iHeart and at Airwolf. So, <laughs> so hey, don't come at me. I'm not the one who put me on this on this show. <laughs> don't be inviting people to cancel my show, nigga. Nah, okay. I, I like paychecks. I like paychecks. There it is, guys. We did it. We did it. I swear this isn't the plan. It's like it's not the plan that we skip an episode or skip two and put somebody on and then the next episode we put two on. That is not the plan that we set out. I just was not expecting to want to put Mariah on. And then when I watched expecting you to want to put Mariah on either. But when I watched so when I watched the clip the first time, I didn't notice it. When I watched the clip the second time and started watching parts of the episodes and things, I was like, oh Mariah was and I loved it. I fell in love with it. Time out, Jackies. You just said I think the most beautiful thing I've ever heard you say. What is that? You said you didn't notice it at first, mm-hmm. but then you watched the clip again. 
Oh, yeah. You noticed Mariah's genius. God bless you. (laughs) This is what reality television is. This is how to watch reality TV. You watch the show the first time and you have your visceral reaction. Fuck this bitch. She's rude. I don't like her. I didn't like that argument. And then you watch it again. A clip, maybe a scene out of context or in Mm -hmm. context. And then you, you sit there and you put your head in your hand. Like, <laughs> wait, I think the person that I thought was totally unimportant in the scene is a genius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and while I don't necessarily agree that Mariah Balenciaga is the genius that we need in this moment, I am so fucking thrilled that you were watching reality TV clips mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a like an expert, like a Ooh, fucking genius. See? I told you I was coming for you. I was coming at you to 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 teach me some things. So teach me some things. My nigga, just because of your progress mm-hmm. that you're willing to mm-hmm. see what Mariah's gonna do, cause you mm-hmm. a challenge, motherfucker. And mm-hmm. on the challenge, the manipulation is more obvious. It's more way more obvious. But for you picking up on that subtle instigation. For mm-hmm, you to mm-hmm. honor it this way, Jackie's, you can have it. Mariah, Ma- Mariah, Mariah's, Mariah's here. She's here. I right. oh shit. All right, damn. Now you now you telling me all I got. I reserve the right to replace her later. <laughs> we do, we do, we do. We reserve that right. But I'm so happy and proud of you. I've corrupted you successfully. I, I am so it. fucking happy. I love it. Mariah, Here we Mariah, are. come on down. Mariah, come on down. You're the next contestant on the cast with Ray and Jackie's. We got six. We got six. Tiffany New York Pollard, Johnny Bananas, uh, Aviva Drescher, Heather Thompson. We got Shangela and we got Mariah. A beauty. Ah, from Drag Race. We should at least toss Mimi on first a bone. Like, oh, Mimi on first. She was interesting. interesting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is a clip where, this is a clip where I feel like all players were interesting. And it was fun to watch. Yeah, they were they were all interesting. Yeah. Um, It is fascinating to watch clips like this and, you know, identify who contributed in a moment and Mm -hmm. who... And, like, who's impactful in a larger way? And you never know. It's kind of like how Rihanna just has it, and I don't fucking know why. Like, Rihanna could flip through a magazine, and I'll watch the bitch do it. And I don't know why. And Rihanna's not a bitch. I shouldn't have said that. Um, But I would watch Rihanna flip pages in a magazine. And Shangela, I would watch Shangela read out loud with her finger underneath the words so that she doesn't lose her place. Like, that's how boring she could be, and I'd still watch her. And so, yes. and so, yeah, I'm grateful for all the players in this clip. It gave us something good. Gave um, it. Yes, and I an love it. An iconic moment. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. What y'all think, everybody? You agree with us? Tell us. Let us know. Hit us up on social media. Talk to us. Talk to your friends. Talk to your mama. Show your mama this clip. Show your Christian grandmas this clip. I don't know if you should show your Christian grandma this clip. No, show me this clip. No, show the grandma who was fucking but don't want to admit it. Uh, Okay. 
You know what I mean? Like show, the, the, show the granny who always got a new Mr. Somebody coming up. Oh, or 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 show the grand or show the grandma who found Jesus after she had, you know, a health care. But she okay. She okay. She fine. But she, she found Jesus after God that. On, she only loves God on the edge of death. That's yeah, you is. know. Cause that she's still a Christian, but she still got some. She still got some dirt in her. She yeah, still yeah, got no, some. She's, she's not gonna have a problem with queer yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she still got some dirt in her. So show <laughs> show that grandma. Show that grandma. Oh. So I'm gonna uh, show it to the grandma who wants tips on makeup and wants to wear short short dresses because she still got it. That's the grandma I would show. Okay. All right. Show granny. Show that's granny right there. That's granny. Uh, other than that, hey. Find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can review podcasts. Yeah, tell, tell us how you're loving the show. Tell a friend. Tell everybody. Because we like you. We love you. We appreciate you. I'm at Jackie Sneal on everything. I'm at Ray Sani on Twitter and Rafizel87 on Instagram. That's, that's where she's at. This is where we are. Until next week, everybody. We shall see you. Goodbye. Every day we wake up and we are faced with the decisions we must make for that day. What person am I going to be? And if you don't know how to answer that, may I suggest you do what all the greats do. Create an alter ego. Make that alter ego so big and so real that it is who everyone thinks you are. It is the part of you that defines you. Dress like them. Talk like them. Think like them. And when you are one with your alter ego, when it takes on a life of its own. Rob a bank, take a lot of money, and then throw away that alter ego for the rest of your life. Because everybody will be looking for that alter ego to pay for their crimes, while you enjoy a nice, financially free life that will never again have to be dictated by you waking up and wondering who you're going to be for that day because you're rich. And these are my thoughts, everybody. It's just what I was feeling at the time. Next time on The Cast, Jaquise learns Dutch just to understand Drag Race Holland without subtitles. Ray wonders how she can get a sugar daddy if she prefers savory meals. And Ray and Jaquise dress up as Elroy Jetson and Judy Jetson hookers for the pandemic Halloween. That was a HeadGum Podcast.